What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 202 of Little Lessons. I have a longer beard than Carter for the first time in over three and a half years. <laughs> so does Jay. And, um, I mean, audio listeners, just turn on the video. Go onto your Spotify. We have the video there. You need to see this. It took me a moment to find out. Amanda thought, like, I, like someone died. Like, I yelled so loud. I nearly had a heart attack. It was... I wish I was recording when they came in because it was hilarious. Yeah. It was genuinely fantastic. Carter didn't even have his headphones on yet, and he could hear my reaction from across the room. Yes, it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and then I walk in, I'm like, oh, how about them cowboys? Because, you know, at least as of the time of recording, I still haven't gone like Joker crazy yet because of the Eagles. And Jay's like, no, look at the screen. I'm like, yeah, you're ready to do spot. I'm like, yeah, no, like, what, I screen. don't get it. What's so weird about yeah. that? And then he's like, I just like, look at Carter. And I'm like, like no. yes, that's what it is, Angel. You figured <laughs> like, it pick, out. Pick out the obvious thing. I know the background around me is a little bit different. I've been here before on the podcast. I've been down here. Um, this this has been three years in the running over here with, uh, with Carter's beard. So uh, yeah, you would think Captain Obvious would just pick out the obvious choice, but nope. No, nope. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it, we spent five minutes before recording trying to figure out, like, how long it's been going through old videos, and I found it was one of, it, episode 19 of Little Laddering, it is the Hydra, it's the, uh, Dugshio Tentacruel team that we mentioned a few episodes back, uh, that was on that Laddering, was so dated September 8th. 2020 covid was still a thing i i didn't have any back issues literally like this is the the last time carter's beard was this short were like the waning moments of like my s1 disc and like the the crazy part is is like i look so young and youthful and so full of energy back then <laughs> well yeah it was yeah, it, it was yeah. 2020. It's 2024 Be, now. Before corporate think... America put its its foot on our throat. <laughs> I mean, I left corporate. I, I, my my work got better. Has gotten better since then. I started it's... working my job literally probably that week, and that was the start of my back issues. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, you know. Shout out to, to corporate America for ruining my life. <laughs> yeah, don't get old, kids. Your back goes. Yeah, no, it's it's actually miserable. <laughs> as as soon as I got done, uh, like shaving, because Tiff was like, "Yeah, you know, I like it when your beard is a little shorter, a little more cleaned up." I'm like, "Yeah, that's fair." So I got off work and everything. I'm like, "Yeah, I'll just go in and clean it up a little bit," and then. I'm like, I don't like how this looks. I'm just going to keep going shorter. And I get down to the goatee. I'm like, I'm not going shorter than this. Like, I don't like how this looks, but I'm not going shorter than this. You should have just gone with the Top Gun muzzy. Like, you oh, should have yeah. just gone with straight up muzzy, bro. Tiff it's the hates vibe. this. She says I look too much like my dad, which, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't have a picture of my dad when he was like 30. But if I did, I would have Carl put it in right now. I might. <laughs> I'm gonna message my mom see if she does. Yeah. No. It's um. Yeah. It's weird me having the largest because usually, yeah. Um. We aren't here though to talk about um, the fit uh, the the facial hair and the back issues of your um at least in Pokemon age geriatric uh podcast hosts. We're here to talk about some uh. Very fun Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon that we think are either unutilized, underrated, or underexplored 
in the regulation F uh, metagame based on like what we saw in Portland or what we've seen in some of these larger um, limitless tours that have popped up like Wide League, Tommy's Tuesdays, VR, so on and so forth. So uh, we all have some Pokemon and uh, yeah, it's just going to be fun exploring Mons. Um, Jay, this was your idea, so... No, it wasn't! This was a collaborative idea that started (laughs) with all of us, and it was, you know, it started with, let's see how, you know, underutilized Pokemon translate in day two. I I figured we didn't have a lot of uh, data, considering we only had one, you know, major tournament, a bunch of, um, you know, grassroots stuff. Uh, I thought also it would be more fun if we, uh, you know, got a little opinionated and talked about things that, you know, we like and we're, we've been using that maybe aren't really being picked up in these tournaments because people are, you know, trying to use what's been uh, consistent and really strong so far in the new format. Um, these are more Pokemon that we think have good matchups into the meta, have good niche roles, are undervalued for what they can do and uh, bring to the team. Yes, but I, I would say in general, like like you, I I, I feel like you you, right, you so forfeited this I, I went and, I went and read the messages, and I said uh, something along the lines of niche mons that need more play, and then Jake went, uh, "Do we want to do underrated mons that we can do opinions on?" I knew so, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. So I thought it was I, I also knew it wasn't Angelo, and that's what mattered. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> It was, it's, I think it's it, like the niche idea. We could have gotten really into the weeds with some of the choices. Like, we could have picked like something like Zeb Strika or something for, uh, you know, like as a Raging Bolt counter. But um, I, uh, I, I think I'm actually the Pokemon. On, I'm actually working on a hot Zeb Strika team for Larry, That's why it came so. to mind. I was thinking, we were talking about Electabuzz the other day in UDL RTT and just talking about how it has like these immunities and with Terra, it's like, and has Follow Me and extra immunities and stuff. But um, I feel like we would get into the weeds and talking about Pokemon who maybe don't have, like... Actual viability. Yeah. Yeah, or the stats, per se. Uh, And instead talk about Pokemon that, you know, are good, have been good in recent formats, um, have been maybe overlooked just because there's, you know, um, another Pokemon of that same type or uh, that, that does a similar role that does it maybe a little bit better but um these pokemon bring uh additional options and ideas that uh you can you know try to use with your team yeah so carter you want to throw down throw uh, down so you were you were talking about um electabuzz i for this week's laddering videos i have michael zhang's team from portland which had magmar on it um, so I think that'll actually come out Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. I don't, I don't remember what day Carl's going to have that go up. Um, but that, that team was really sick. Uh, would, would highly recommend go watching that. I think I only brought Magmar to like one game, but like, it was like critically important to winning that game. So that's definitely something I would recommend if you're interested in seeing some of these like off the wall bonds that can actually do something. Uh, Magmar is in that uh, in that situation too, um, but actually talking about like Mons that you know have some results behind them. Um, I think my first one here that I want to talk about is Annihilate. Uh, it is a Pokemon that 
just continues to impress me every time I have ever put it on a team. And let's see. <clears throat> Don't mind me. I'm completely prepared for everything we have going on. Um, so the Palkia Academy house tourney number 20 this past week uh, was actually won in the hands of Lawrence VGC with Annihilate. If I actually pull up their paste here. Um, yeah, they are doing Lefty's Defiance. Yeah, just the same set that it's been for ever. Uh, Terrifier, Bulk Up, Rage Fist, Drain Punch. Uh, the big difference here is typically you see Annihilate next to like a form of redirection. Um, Lawrence's team does not have that. It just has like multiple fakeout users, thanks to Rillaboom and Incineroar, which Incineroar being back means that like Defiant Pokemon are actually better than they used to be. Uh, which is saying something because even in the last format with like Hisui and Arcanine, I thought that Annihilate was really good. And the big problem for Annihilate specifically, there's if you're trying to do bulk up things, there's a certain Pokemon that runs around and gets and always crits you. Um, Urshifu's not great, especially if you're like Terra Fire, which most are, so you don't get burnt. Uh, and then there's like obviously Fluttermane as well, which like. Both of their stabs hit you super effectively, which is why you're partly part partly why you are Terra Fire. Uh, it gives you a resistance to Dazzling Gleam. It turns your your Ghost Weakness into a Ghost Neutrality, um, and of course, obviously, not being able to be burnt is a huge part too. So, <clears throat> if you if you can ever like line Annihilate up to where you get a Parting Shot off into it, you're just so happy. Your opponent just immediately is terrified of Annihilate, and like, then you just can sit here and like bully your opponent with whatever is next to Annihilate, get a bulk up up, and then uh, just like take hits and eventually just hit like a 200 power Rage Fist into anything. And at like plus one, it will KO the format. So, yeah. Annihilate is fantastic. I know I played it on laddering a couple weeks back at this point, and again, it was just like the best part of that team was doing Annihilate things. Yeah, one of the things I really do like about Annihilate, or just ghost types in general uh, in this format, is that it is immune to extreme speed. One of the things that we saw last week was how oppressive and how powerful um, priority spam, specifically like the extreme speed spam from Entei and Dragonite can be. Now, I know that um, like Alex Underhill, he said on one of the top episodes that he doesn't expect his team to like continue to do really, really well. I think it's because everyone's going to counter team it so hard. But regardless, just like being normal type immune right now or normal resist is just an amazing thing to be. And I think the other thing that's also super cool, specifically with Lawrence's team, uh, is that with the Terrifier, you can go Terrifier on the Annihilate and do a self grassy glide into yourself to act as a Rage Fist booster. Um, it doesn't boost you as much as a beat up would. But still having that priority, the priority ability to just give your Rage Fist an extra 50 base power, that alone is pretty useful. Um, especially when you're like you're in a situation where, with all the priority in the format, that like your mouse hold or your um, or your uh, what's it called um, Whimsicott, that it gets knocked out because they clicked Sucker E Speed into your. Um, whimsica and now you don't have really any way of hitting your boosts 
at least now you have your own like priority way to try to counteract the other priority. I also think with like, not on Lawrence's team specifically, but in this format where there's a lot of choice Scarf or Shifu, something you could do um, into like Terrifier Annihilate with uh, on Lawrence's team, he has the, uh, they have the Gastrodon. Uh, you could like mm-hmm. Scarf U-turn into your Annihilate, get the Rage Fist boost and then put the Gastrodon next to it to stop any of the um, surging strikes uh, coming into it. That'll be super effective uh, into the fire type uh, terrestrialization that you're normally going to be looking for. Um, But that brings me to like another point with Annihilate, which is that I think that Annihilate will evolve to, uh, you know, incorporate different Terra types, which we are seeing here on the lab mouse. We're seeing like grass type Terra, water type Terra, you know, starting to, um you know pop up a little bit and i think that works you know it makes a lot of sense with amoongus running around with urshifu running around with like raging bolt you don't really want the the water type um terra so like something like grass terra is a really good neutral terra for it mm-hmm. yeah one of the other things just looking at like the mons that were used with it at the tommy tour uh the, which it finished eighth place in out of like over 100 players. Um, Indeedy Female, Ogrepon Wellspring, Mousehold, Rillaboom, like those are the Pokemon that the people who brought um, Annihilate to that tournament, those were like the Pokemon that, that were being most used with it. So like people are using Redirection. So I think Redirection next to Annihilate is always going to be good. And we have just the amount of Redirectors that have been added in this format, like going back to even like Regulation C where Mousehold was still pretty much the king, we never even see it anymore because they've added, like, you... Indeedy Female's just omnipresent, so powerful. Um, all of these all of these Ogre Ponds, even the more offensive um, um, Heartflame Mask ones are still are running Follow Me. Uh, we just got two new Follow Me users that we were discussing, uh, what we just discussed in Magmar and Electabuzz. Like, there's so much great redirection to use where... You have different options where if you're look like you can pick the perfect redirector or redirectors for your team to help the annihilate and whatever else is on your team to succeed. I think the the big thing now um, versus like uh, early regulations is you're not needing the the beat up tech to like win games with it, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, I, I think that's something that Annihilate has really evolved the last several series is it's just, it's bulky enough to take hits, and if you do have some form of redirection, being able to get, like, a single setup, like, bulk up is enough for it to be able to live so many more hits and threaten your opponent so much more. The The constant fear of Defiant means that, like, Typically, they're not going to bring their <clears throat> Intimidate Pokemon in those matchups in the fear of, like, giving you a free plus one. So it actually also incentivizes... It also, like, is a boost to your other physical attackers on your team by being just, like, a a thorn in your opponent's side. Like, if, if you can just, like, in team preview go, okay, they're not going to bring Incineroar here. That makes whatever other physical attacker I have on my team better. So, <clears throat> looking looking here at the uh, the Tommy tours, <clears throat> they have 
the the eighth place team here has like a Rillaboom on it, right? Like now Rillaboom can kind of go crazy because you've eliminated the Intimidator on their side. You've eliminated the fire weakness that Rillaboom has. So like now you just get to sit here and click Grassy Glide into what your whatever your opponent's doing. If you look at the like the Trick Room teams, there's not really other physical mons on that team, which is even better because as a a uh, <clears throat> as a size spam team, having that like dark type on the opposing side is kind of a th- pretty annoying threat for when you want to click expanding force. So just being able to like click a drain punch into whatever slot instant or is coming into just gives you a free KO and like removes a huge problem for you. It's it really is just like super synergistic in helping these teams function on a level that I think a lot of people. Uh, haven't experienced or haven't played with to actually feel how useful it is in that slot. And when you're incorporating it with like the Rillaboom, you get that extra healing from Grassy Surge, Mm -hmm. you get the leftovers. You really want to be clicking Drain Punch the majority of the time with this because you're going to keep your longevity, you're going to up your Rage Fist power, um, and you're going to stay on the field for, you know, a long time, and you're going to constantly be a thorn in the side of those Incineroars, those Lando Ts, those Gyarados, etc., all those Intimidators, uh, and really never give them a chance to go and intimidate your uh, strong physical attacker that's you know next to the the Annihilate. We've seen Defiant Pokemon like King Gambit, like um, Ogre Pond, uh, Teal Mask, you know, really doing well, and they're running the fighting type uh, coverage to cover for the Incineroar. Now you get this fighting type coverage that's also Stab. And positively benefits you. Yeah, hundred percent. It's uh, it's pretty fantastic, and I think Annihilate is, you know, definitely underutilized. But I think it also is versatile in that you can use something like a Choice Scarf set with the Final Gambit is still uh very viable, especially with the recent drop in uh in things like Tornadus. I mean, you have a lot of the priority spam, but um, you know, you're not going to get hit by those Terra Normal E speeds. You're going to be hit by Sucker Punches, which are a little bit uh, they're, they're okay. You know, it's a neutral damage. It's a neutral attack. You know, stick it with a Furgaraf or with a Fakeout user, and you get a you get a free final Gambit off into, uh, you know, the, the partner's Dragonite or whatever's coming in. And I think that's extremely strong, too. Yeah, looking at, uh, looking at, you know, that same tournament, uh, the top two teams here, there's one in 8th place, there's the Spam team in 27th. Uh, the 8th place team is Assault Fest. So just, like, e- extra bulk, right? And, like, of course, you're paired with uh, Rillaboom. And you have Comfey on that team, so you can get off, like, Floral Healing as well. So, like, the same idea is just, like, give it even more longevity. Uh, and then the Size Spam team is doing that that uh, Choice Scarf thing of just, like, you know, if you pair it next to, like, Indeedee or Dusclops, you can go for Trick Room plus Final Gambit and just remove their biggest threat immediately. And, like, <clears throat> I think that's something that uh, in, like... Regulation A, that was something that a lot of people were doing with it. It's just like, Triscar, Final Gambit, one-shot whatever threat they have, which can be very good and can be very beneficial. And I think on these size spam teams, especially when you're trying to do like this Trick Room mode with like uh, Blood Moon, being able to KO their huge threat, like KO their answer to Ursaluna, set Trick Room, and then bring in Ursaluna all in one turn, sets you up so well for what your game plan is trying to advance. 
And so, like, if you have Ndidi out here, Psychic Surge is going to prevent your fake out. So, like, it's a, it's just, like, multiple layers of protection to prevent your opponent from being able to advance their game plan while you advance your own. I love Annihilate. <laughs> I, it is it is a mon that I have played in every regulation since it's come out, and it is just like every time I put it on a team, it just makes me go, "Why don't I play more with this mon?" Yeah, it's it's a mon where I think at some point it is going to, in in some manner, it will win. A regional. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's going to be in this generation. We might have to wait for Gen Ten regional decks. But like, <laughs> it has that potential to be a a staple winning mon, and I think that it's just getting the right player on the right team in the right situation to do it. And, and for all we know, it could happen this regulation. Um. So do we want uh, Carter? Do you want to go to our next Pokemon? Or do you want to like rotate? Yeah, through? of course. What do we want to talk about? Uh, we can rotate. I think that that would be fine. We can we can move through. Um, Jay, pick your favorite. We'll, we'll, let, let, let's talk about okay. the child. I will pick about. I will pick my favorite. I'll pick my child. I I think that this format is very ripe for uh, Orthworm. I I I think that um, you have a lot of Lando I running around, and Orthworm is an all-in-one check to that. Um, you see Pokemon like Registeel doing the Iron Defense body press things uh, to a pretty high degree right now. Um, you have Clear Body on Registeel, which is uh, an important difference because you're not afraid of being intimidated and missing out on your Heavy Slam KOs and to like Fluttermane and such. But I think that Orthworm with that ground immunity is really, really strong since Lando I has been making a lot of waves in the format. You have some clear issues with Pokemon like Urshifu, who can critical hit you. Um, special attackers like Fluttermane and uh, Nasty Plot Golden Go are pretty tough. But um, this format is extremely physical. Um, we've seen a lot of physical Pokemon do really, really good things. Um, teams with four or five physical Pokemon um, you know, a, a, and like a flutter main tacked on, um, and Orthworm has really good matchups into that. Um, you do have Pokemon like Chi and Pao with Sacred Sword, which can ignore your defense boosts. But I think that similar to Annihilate, you update the Terra Terra type on it to something like Grass, something like Water, some neutral type that also resists um, Urshifu uh, and its critical hitting. Um, even something like Dragon could potentially be cool. Um, you know, hoping to uh, pick up that KO on Fluttermane early on, uh, get rid of that, and then go on from there and uh, you know take the rest of the team. Um, but I think that Orthworm has been pr uh, pretty underutilized. I think it has some pretty decent matchups uh, into the format currently. I'm probably going to say this, like a lot more this episode. But, um, again, one of the best things about Orthworm, with the typing being a steel type, you resist extreme speed. Like, being even like being able to resist these priority moves, like, while maybe that super hard, like, four, prior, like four mons, like, leaning on that priority 
is isn't going to be a long term team. Like I do believe that Chien Knight and Chiente are just going to be two different combos that are just going to be very prevalent the entirety of the metagame. As of it's early in the format, but as of right now, it looks like that regulation F is shaping up to be similar to regulation C in terms of the number of teams that are viable, uh, which does lead to a lot of matchup roulette in the format. Um, but it also means like there are going to be maybe call it close to a dozen different sort of archetypes. And the, the ex- like Shampao plus extreme speed user is always going to be one of those archetypes to plan for. So having the resistance there and then also having the ground immunity because a lot of these Pokemon do carry a ground immunity as well to make sure, like to try to cover for the steel types. Um, it's, it's really great. Like, Orthworm just pretty much walls um, Dragonite, and you, you got a Terra out of the Entei matchup because they can click Sacred Fire into you. But like the fact that you have the ability to click Sacred like like Terra out of that is also like super super good. Yeah, I can uh, speak from experience um, that Orthworm does have a very good Chia Knight uh, matchup. You can check uh, round 13 of Hartford for that one uh, against Jump Across. It was uh, pretty fantastic in, in that matchup. And yeah, it, it's it's one of those Pokemon that is really good at picking matchups. It, it picks... Uh, it, it's not a Pokemon that you want, especially in this format, that you want to bring to every every single match. But I think it has a lot of good matchups into a lot of like the balanced teams currently. You have like the... Um, like the Latios balance uh, that's been running around, you know, you wall out uh, a lot of those dragon types with your your steel typing as well. Um, King Gambit isn't the most threatening. You're faster than it. Uh, Body Press does massive chunks um, even before an Iron Defense, um, and you know you're weak to like Pokemon like Incineroar and things like that. But you have Terrestrialization to get yourself away from your Fire-type weaknesses, and that amazing, incredibly high uh, defense stat, which will really help you out in surviving those hits. Um, you know, you don't have to feel threatened in front of Pokemon like Incineroar. You don't have to terrestrialize in front of them. You know, you can sit, like, Incineroar's attacking stats are pretty similar to uh, that of Arcanine, and I know that that was the, you know, big uh, intimidator in Reg C, and... And throughout all of my practice, I knew I could sit in front of a, an Arcanine, take a Flare Blitz, get my Citrus Berry up, and, and be in a perfectly fine spot at like 75% HP. Um, it, it, it's it's a matchup-dependent Pokemon, but I think that it has a lot of great matchups into, uh, you know, like Ogre Pond, too. Um, you know, the, the grass Ogre Pond, the grass-type moves from Ogre Pond. Don't love it. Uh, don't, don't love hitting into it. It's not going to really do too much. The critical hitting on Ivy Cudgel is scary, um, but it's small chances, and that's that's a game you have to be willing to play if you're going to play Orthworm. Yeah. I mean, also, just one of the things, like, I know you just brought up Incineroar. You're faster than Incineroar, and depending on how much speed you put into your Orthworm and how much they put into their Incineroar, you might just be just flat out faster than it, and you can go and shed tail safely in front of an incineroar before it can even get an attack off um to just get away from it or immediately pressure with a body press 
And that's the other thing that I, I haven't even touched on is that shed tail is a fantastic move still. Um, yeah. put, putting yourself behind a substitute with any Pokemon, especially when you're coming off of Orthworm, which has that middling base speed, you get your free switch in similar to how Annihilate did it with uh, Final Gambit to get that Ursaluna Blood Moon in. Mm-hmm. You put your Pokemon in behind that substitute, and you know what? Maybe my Orthworm isn't as strong for the rest of the game, but now I have a, a, a Chien Pao, a, a Dragonite, an Entei. I have something behind that substitute that's going to uh, really be threatening your team with a lot of damage. And, um, you know, you have to take out that substitute and then take out that Pokemon. Um, and I think that that move is also uh, great for its pivoting, similar to, like, Parting Shot with Incineroar. Um, another thing, that, you know, talking about, like, Mons that really want to sit behind a Shed Tail, um, something like Iron Bundle sounds pretty okay as well. Um, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, just Random any line. of these, like, any of these typically frailer Pokemon that are able to hit you hard and hit you fast really like the idea of getting a like free hit <laughs> the the fact that like they're going to be able to guarantee get a hit off on you and then take a hit back sounds really appealing for a lot of them and they're also like setup mons too like <clears throat> your nasty plot golden goes your uh, dragon dance gouging fires um mm-hmm. Your your scarf Urshifu could even be or swords dance Urshifu, which is something you know the the Terra Dark uh, the Dark uh, Urshifu with swords dance, or you put a scarf Urshifu behind there, and now you have free surging strikes into the the Fluttermane, um, and, and you just start picking up KOs left, right, and center. I think that the substitute is is very um, undervalued currently as well. Um, I think Orthworm has has a lot of key points to it that make it really strong in the format, and uh, I think it's I think it's about time for all my Worm Gang to start rising up and. <laughs> worm Gang. Worm, what's, what's great about this is because of this talk, we can go post this in the the Orthworm cult. Uh... Yes, we can. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're reviving it. It's coming back. Jesus, I, I have. Did you know that's that there's actually, Earthworm that's actually shoes? the entirety of why we did it is so that we could just, you know, self promote somewhere else. Did you know that that Pokemon snuck in shoes with Orthworm on it in the Indigo Disc DLC, and it took like Bruno to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, Br- Bruno and and I, we were Bruno. Me and uh, Alex Underhill are the leading faces of, of the Orthworm game. <laughs> I love Bruno. He's such a good dude. Yeah, he no, he's just one of the absolute MVPs of the community. Still waiting on Tim to update those strongest soldiers rankings so I can be number two in the Orthworm rankings. <laughs> he's currently stateside, I think, so it might be a bit. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I, need I, to, I, need to, I need to holler at Tim because Meowstick doesn't work on a lab mouse. Okay, we're going to move on to real Pokemon. Yeah, I get it, get it. the the only reason I found this out is um you have to build one of the one battery. of the tours that had Orthworm in it had a Meowstic on the team and it showed a blank spot in the sixth slot on on Lab Mouse. <laughs> it's the only reason I know that. <laughs> so moving on to my first Pokemon, it is going to be Ogre Pond Cornerstone, um, the least used of the Ogre Ponds recently. 
And I, I think it has a lot of great things going for it. Uh, first and foremost, going to be a broken record this uh, this episode. You resist extreme speed. It is so valuable. And not only do you resist extreme speed, um, your ogre, you can also ha- spec your ogre pawn to where you're faster than the main East speed users, um, Dragonite and Entei, so that your follow me actually redirects the extreme speeds. One of the things that our listeners might not know is that follow me and extreme speed are in the same exact priority tier. So like for your slower follow me users, you could click follow me and then you can like with your Indeedy and indeed he's a bad example. <laughs> you're, you're no, keep going. You're doing great, buddy. You're no. Magmar. You're you're Magmar. You're Magmar. You're thank Mingus, you. Thank something you. like thank well, you. Magmar is actually like ninety five. Isn't it a little bit higher? Isn't it like ninety five? I think. But I don't think you run a lot of speed in it normally. Yeah. Well, saying like like yeah, you're Magmar. You're anyway. like Amoongus is better. You click yeah. rage rage powder with your Amoongus, and then you see the extreme speed go off into your partner still and KO it. But and then you click rage powder, and you're redirecting nothing because it's already dead. Um, so being able to do that and then resist the extreme speed is really huge. Uh, rock damage in general is really, really great into this format. When you look at some of the top used Pokemon, um, having rock to like, l- when you're looking at some of the top used Pokemon right now, um, you have Chien Pao, you s- like Chien Pao's weak to rock, Incense weak to rock, um, Urshifu, you have the grass type, you have the grass type. For um, you know, Grasser for Urshifu, um, the Rock type also hits like Tornadus, Insane, Dragonite Entei, Dragonite, and mm-hmm. yep, exactly Dragonite Entei. Like it's amazing uh, typing offensively, and you like the sturdy ability. Like having a built-in sash is absolutely major, where you can redirect these multiple attacks and let let a uh, let a photograph set up the trick, like set up its trick room, um, or you can just like let a Pokemon set up next to it, or even just go for attacks. Um, I know we're just saying like it was a Mon that wasn't, or like Pokemon that weren't really used too often through too much success. Um, my glorious captain of New England VGC, uh, Cable, he just came in third place in the wide league using a photograph Blood Moon team. With that Ogre Pond Rock as it's I saved that Pokemon. rental today. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, a a lot of people. It seems like a lot of top players. I also saw that Jody Azarelli was using the uh, Blood Moon Photograph as well. I feel like that is a um, an archetype that is also just becoming more popular mm. in the face of the priority spam teams, um, and so. Ogre Pond is all usually slotted into that team as like your redirector who can also do damage. And a lot of times it is either the Water Pond, which is bulkier. It's really good into the side spam matchup because you can terrestrialize and get the embody aspect boost to your special defense. Fire Pond's also another option because it's really, really good into a Moongus. But Ogre Pond Rock could probably give you the most consistent, like gives you the most consistent trick room. Something um, else even, you can do with it is Terra Rock and boost that defense and, and yeah. take the E-Speeds even better. Yeah, yeah no, 100%. The downside yeah. to that is now you're weak to Surging Strikes. But you're that also like, that is like the one huge complaint, anymore. right? Yeah. You're not weak to Ice Spinner anymore, too. 
Yeah. But then you're weak to Sacred Sword too, so. Well, you're always weak to Sacred Sword. I mean, true, but like you know, yeah, now you're know. weak to it. You know. Oh, yeah. I know what I mean. Come on, guys. I have been using Ogre Pond Cornerstone throughout uh, UDL this season, and it has been absolutely fantastic, um, both as redirection and an offensive Pokemon. Um, like Angelo was saying, you have that really great speed stat, um, allows you to become, you know, you, you can take those e-speeds better um, than whatever your partner Pokemon is. The Rock-type damage is fantastic. You can uh, run Horn Leech on it and potentially restart your set your sturdy ability uh, after you know getting a, a a little bit of chip damage. You still have Spiky Shield, um, Knock Off, Superpower, uh, etc. It has a really uh, diverse move pool, but you're typically going to run the same four moves. Um, what, its big what thing also is, is that uh, it's kind of stuck on one team right now. The yeah. the other thing that's good about it is typically it like looking at the teams here um there's a lot of pairings next to rillaboom as well which then boosts your horn leech damage as well thanks to grassy mm-hmm. terrain so like you're able to get that much more recovery plus grassy train re- recovery like that is it is something that i don't think enough people talk about is the incidental recovery that like all of these teams seem to have right now between like leftovers and like there's life do that's been running around i've played multiple teams so far that have like life do mons on them um grassy terrain just like the amount of incidental recovery on so many of the top teams right now is insane and not enough people talk about it you can also run like grassy glide on it too and uh you know you can you can uh, put it next to that Rillaboom, switch it out into a Chi and Pao, and now you're picking up Fluttermane, you're picking up Urshifu with that KO, uh, with the 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 terror, uh, the grass um, grassy terrain boosted grassy glides with priority next to the Sword of Ruin. You know you're doing lots of damage. Um, I don't think it's as consistent as something like Horn Leech. I saw uh, the team that Cable uh, I think took the third place had Power Whip on it, which I get because you're not trying to break your sturdy with Woodhammer. Uh, I also don't like missing moves, so I, I would prefer something else. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not sure, like, why he went with. I mean, I can just ask him. It's um, you don't want to. You don't want the sturdy. You don't want to. Yeah. And, and well, Horn like, doesn't like, do enough to pick up the uh, the KOs on the Urshifu's. Okay. Yeah, that's probably why. Um, Jay was also correct last week with uh, the Smeargle uh, debacle d- debate. Um, we found out a little after um, Ryan te- like messaged me back and said that he went with own tempo because he wanted to be certain of his speed every turn, and Moody was just too much variability, which you know makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, no, that that's why I, I think this is a cool Pokemon. I've been trying to like work on it all week, and at some point I will probably get something together where I feel comfortable enough to actually play for once. It pairs um, very nice with Golden Go. I'll tell you that yeah. much. <laughs> uh, so, Carter, your second Pokemon. Sorry, I was texting Carl. Uh, my second Pokemon is Tyranitar. Um, as weird as it sounds in a format dominated by uh, priority moves that can hit it for super effective damage, 
uh, moves that always crit and hit you for super effective damage, and <laughs> uh, Fluttermane running around that also hits you for super effective damage. Tyranitar is really interesting. Um, so I played this on... Was it Michael Zhang's team that had it on it? Yes. Yes. And it was like strangely really good. Like it the the more I have played with it, the more I'm just like, man, Tyranitar seems kinda kinda sick. Have you have you all had like any experience playing Tyranitar in this format right now? I haven't touched Tyranitar since twenty twenty one. Yeah, I, I haven't since the last I time I shaved. <laughs> yes, pretty much. That's how long it's been. When you shaved, looks like I have to go use that Ratatar again. I haven't. <laughs> yeah, the I last haven't really I touched, played it I, myself. Yeah, I think the last time I used Tyranitar was the series. I was like the series eight laddering team. I uh, like the it was like Eveltal Tyranitar. So yeah, it's it's been a while. Um, but no, it's it's a very 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 interesting Pokemon. Um, again, you resist extreme speed. That is good. Um, that is a rock fact. Um, I think another thing <laughs> rock that... facts brought to you by Angelo. Geology, baby, let's go. <laughs> I think that um, like the weather itself, while rain and sun didn't have amazing results in Portland. Again, like these are teams that are going to be used. People are doing pretty well with different like Archaludon Archaludon Rain Balance teams in the uh in all the different limitless tours. Um Stefan Mott Pengi has been killing it on the Limitless Tours with his uh his jump Luff Sun team. And so it's like another one of those things where at some point these weather teams are going to pop up and these teams are reliant on their weather. It's not like the weather teams of Reg C, where it's like the weather's a bonus. All of these Pokemon are, or even like the Reg D, like rain team, where it's an Urshifu and the rain just makes it better. But without the rain, it's still an Urshifu. Like these teams need the weather up and to disrupt that with Sandstream and to also um, negate a lot of the passive healing that we've seen in this format, negate someone's lefty's recovery or their grassy surge recovery that in itself is like super super useful plus you like boost your own special defense in this in the sand with which helps you into like arch Aladon. um and also it helps you with uh breaking sashes which i think is yep. extremely important with pokemon like chi and pow running around who also threaten it quite a bit with uh sacred sword if you're running like the terra psychic with sucker punch or terra flying with ice spinner um it, it uh you know it the weather itself, I think, is actually quite beneficial. It doesn't necessarily help a lot of the Pokemon on your team, but we saw on Michael Zhang's team that three of uh, their Pokemon had that Steel Terra, which mm -hmm. is not going to take uh, any of the Sand Chip, um, which gives you a benefit because they're taking damage, you're not. Um, and then you, you get that special defense boost as well, and I think that's really important on Tyranitar. I will say, trying to abuse sand on on these kind of teams is more difficult than it may look, just because there is so many um, prankster bonds running around with weather setting moves. Uh, Tornadus typically is running like rain. It, like, uh, Tornadus 
here lately have you know a lot of tornadoes are running rain dance for some sake right uh may that be for just abusing uh urshifu or setting up archuladon or uh you have access to sunny day on it as well to do like protosynthesis things as well as like whimsicott also doing sunny day protosynthesis things and like being able to have like raging bolt being able to abuse sun or something like that so being able to have tyranitar negate that weather is obviously good for you the downside is is like it's a one-turn fix so like if you're not immediately abusing that weather it's hard to it's hard to abuse it yourself um so something that i know a couple people have talked about on discord are like Hey, what's going on with like Excadrill? Uh, you, you know, with Sandrush, you're able to outspeed Flutterbane and like be able, be able to pressure it that way and be able to like Ironhead it or, uh, you know, click like Earthquake next to whatever and do a ton of damage that way. The problem with that is you outspeed Fluttermane for one turn and then your opponent is going to be able to abuse their weather back again. Um, one of the laddering videos I played this week, I actually think it's the. Uh, Tyranitar team, the three matches I played, I, I think I recorded four for that video. Um, all four of them were against weather teams in some capacity. I think I played Walking Wake three times that video. <laughs> it's like, well, um, we're going to set, you know, we're going to do our weather for exactly now to negate their weather. But, like, that team's also not trying to abuse the weather itself, right? Like, Tyranitar's not there to uh, to set sand so you can abuse it. It's there to just be a, like, assault vest threat that can take a hit and then dish back some bi big damage of its own. You're not trying to, like, be a setup sweeper. You're not trying to be, you know, anything other than just, like, take a hit, do some damage, negate what they're trying to do. Uh, it's, Tyranitar's not the, like, OU sweeper it has been in the past, right? It's not the weather setting threat that it has been in VGC in the past. You're not abusing sand in any way in this current format. And I think a big reason is just because there is so much incidental weather that a lot of teams are trying to abuse themselves. Feels a lot more like a defensive tool in this format. Yes, exactly. Else. Thank you. I, I think that is a, a very good way of putting it is it is a very useful defensive tool when you are able to use it. Yeah, like if you if your tornadus is if you're forcing the other oppo the, your opponent to click like rain dance every single turn with your tor with their tornadus to try and then, stop your tyrant. then they are never clicking bleak wind and you or are completely not okay with that. They're yeah. not clicking this and you know and then you're clicking rock slide and then they're gone. You switch your tyranitar out. You bring it back in. Poof! There goes the uh, there goes the weather. Yeah, there was uh, a video, there was one of the matches in that video where I just, like, lead Tyranitar plus, like, Pre-Marina, and they lead, like, Walking Wake plus Tornadus. I'm just like, well, Tyranitar cannot stay in this turn. There is 100% a Hydro Steam coming into this slot. <laughs> we, it, this is the most telegraphed play of all time. We're going to dip out for a second, <laughs> and Moonblast is going to deal with this Walking Wake and remove their, their Sun Sweeper. And sure enough, I, I'm pretty sure I crit the walking wake in like just one shot. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, we're fine. We're good. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, are we ready to move on to my second? Yeah, let's go. Hit me. Okay. Hit me, hit me, hit me. So, a Pokemon... This is somewhat by coincidence because it does pair really well with the Orthword, but a Pokemon that I've been working on separately has been Tinglu. And I think Tinglu currently is... (laughs) I think Tinglu is currently uh, pretty underrated. I think um, it has a great matchup into Pokemon like Raging Bolt. Um, It's good into... It's decent into Fluttermane. Um, it is a little bit of a Terra Hog, but, um, you know, you have that, uh, Vessel of Ruin, which is going to drop a special attack on the other side, um, which is really, really important when you're trying to protect something from getting Thunderclapped or Moonblast. Um, you have really good, uh, moves like Stomping Tantrum, which if they want to fake you out, all right, I got a full power move on the next one, um... Heavy Slam, which can really, which can Oko, uh, most Fluttermane. Um, Ruination is still really, really strong in this format, especially when there is all this incidental healing running around. Being able to chunk a Pokemon for half of their health is pretty awesome. Um, the, the biggest downside to it is that uh, you still are boosting Stamina on Archaladon, which is a pain in the butt. But... It also works as a decent Arjaladon counter. The biggest issue, I think, is very clearly Urshifu, a lot of rain running around. Uh, the Sun teams have Walking Wake, the Ogre Ponds, exactly. Um, it is very reliant on Terra and matchups again, but I think that this is one of the formats where we could see something like Tinglu uh, make its way back. It has amazing stats across the board. It doesn't need a lot of investment to live Surging Strikes uh, straight up, the base Surging Strikes with Mystic Water. Um, you can live your Ogre Pond Ivy Cudgels, uh, your Wood Hammers, and your Horn Leeches. You are very easily living Moon Blasts. Um, you live Ice Spinners and Sacred Swords and Close Combats. It has the bulk to remain on the field, uh, be an ever-present threat, chunk things for 50% damage and then allow your really strong attacker to to do whatever it needs to do, whether it be your Urshifu, your own Ogre Pond, uh, something like a Golden Go is something I like to pair with it. Um, it's a little counter-synergistic, but it helps the Golden Go set up and then you can either remove the Tinglu or you know just allow it to do the Ruination stuff um, and stick around and just be really annoying that way. Are you still running Fissure? I currently am. I think Rock Slide is better overall. Um, I don't really click Fissure, but it's it's a funny move. And when I do click it, I normally hit it. So <laughs> <laughs> now, I was is playing... it you you remember you hit it more frequently than not? Or no, actually, when I've been playing this team, I've been playing this team with Tinglu on it, and I've been floating just outside of the top five hundred on Showdown. And there's been a couple matches where I'm like. Oh, this I was playing like I remember the Sinistra was like in a setup trick room, and I'm like I'm just gonna click Fissure, and if I if I if I hit it, I hit it, and then I hit it, and I was like this is a great move. Uh, they like there was another match where they set up like their Reggie Steel really far, and I'm like I'm just gonna click Fissure here and just just see what goes on, and I hit the Fissure and it was awesome. Um, you know uh, the the deep J lore is that my alt account is Fizzy Wizzy Glizzy because of uh, Ting Lu Fissure spam stuff, and it's still pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Like just having that one, that 
30% chance to say, hey, I'm sitting on the field right now. If I can click this move and it hits, then, you know, I'm not really doing anything else. If I get this Oko here, that, that's fantastic for me. If I don't, that's all right too. Um, but I do think that Rock Slide's a lot more consistent in a format where, you know, Tornadus and a, a lot of flying types are running around because you want to have a consistent way of hitting them that's not heavy slam or ruination. So, hey, yeah. 30 percent of the time it works every time. <laughs> One of my opponents at NEIC it was uh, I believe it's like Sticky VGC he goes by. Um, he used uh, Fissure Ting Lu, and when we sat down, he looked me dead in the eye and said, "Hi, I'm going to click Fissure every single turn. You let me click Fissure, and boy, oh boy, he did. He I think he in the best." In the best of three, oh my gosh, he that's clicked so it funny. like eleven times, and I think he went like six or seven for eleven. It that's so funny. I could, I wasn't mad. I'm like, you did what you said you were going to yeah, do. He told me he was going to do it. I, there were turns where I just couldn't stop it. Um, shoot or shoot, baby. Just, yeah, like <laughs> honestly, one thousand. Like I respect it. Like just when you say you're going to do something, follow like follow through is so important. <laughs> You miss 100% hey, like, of the shots you don't take. Dang it, you stole it from me! <laughs> I am too good, man. I always know. I'm one step ahead of the game. <laughs> this is weird to call this Pokemon underrated, uh, especially when it was um, more impressive than Michael Jordan last uh, season. Um, but Hisui and Arcanine, everyone just completely forgot about it because of Mew Toy Syndrome with Incineroar. It's still really, really good into this format. It's a rock type. Which, I mean, again, it top eight in Portland. So. It's top eight in Portland, but like its its usage stats, it went from this Pokemon's everywhere to it being non-existent. It's amazing to the priority spam teams because you resist the E-speed and you actually can threaten both Entei and Dragonite with super effective damage and Xi'an Pao. Um, you have the Intimidate, which is still amazing into everything else that can be intimidated. Uh, just like rock coverage is really good, being able to click fast, like fast stab, um, rock slide. Whether you want to have it with a choice band or not, it's going to do a lot of damage into a lot of the formats. And it's just a Pokemon where I feel like its low usage in Portland might again might have just been new toy syndrome. I wouldn't be shocked where maybe not Charlotte, but like by Knoxville, everyone's like, oh yeah, this is just an insanely good Pokemon. And even though we have another Fire-type Intimidator, which is usually the best Fire-type Intimidator when it's in the game, this other Fire-type Intimidator does a, it plays a different role, role on teams, which could allow it to maybe slot better than Incineroar, depending on what type of, uh, the type of archetype of team that you're using. So that, that was, like, again, like a little shorter because we have a lot of recent memory on how dominant this Pokemon is. And then again, it, like it just seemed like in the last month, everyone was just like, "Oh no, we're not going to use it." Um, whether it's new toy syndrome or just the realization that like people haven't realized like that it's still really good and could honestly be even better because of all the priority moves in the format. I think the other big thing with it is that uh, Urshifu Aqua Jet uh, just kind of it does uh, uh, obliterates it. Uh, but like, the thing is, it did that last format. But, like, that, that's the thing, is that Incineroar doesn't have that problem. Yes. But Incineroar also has the problem of being neutral to things like Moonblast. Um, mm -hmm. 
you also are weak to things like you're, you're four times weak to stomping tantrum, surging strikes, um, which a lot more Urshifu are now running like that scarf set. Um, it's it has a lot to be worried about, which is why I think it fell off. I also, like you said, it has that competition with uh, being a fire type int- intimidator. Um, just being a fire type is tough in this format because you have Pokemon like Entei, you have Pokemon like Incineroar, you have Pokemon like Chiyu that are all you know really solid Pokemon, uh, have really amazing stats, really great uh, utility. Um, but do they have Terra Normal E speed? Uh, Entei does. <laughs> Um, do they have like i mean the stab rock slide is just so so good and head smash too which is like oh you can intimidate me i'm still gonna hit you with 150 base power move and obliterate your incineroar i'm gonna take you straight out i'm gonna take out your Fluttermane here um i think that this pokemon is still really good i think it's another one that's gonna need um adaptation away from the choice band sets um I don't really know what direction we're moving with it, but I think that some like I think a lot of these Pokemon that we've been talking about tonight um, all kind of have similar issues in that they are all really big Terra Hogs on the team. They really want to terrestrialize away from their weaknesses because their weaknesses are so prevalent. Yeah, but no, in, in, I think just again, like in general, it's going to be like, it. Sh- I think it's a Pokemon that like, we saw it did come, it was another Pokemon where it did cut a regional where on the right comp, because um, a lot of people were using, it was uh, the Latios balance team and a lot of people using Incineroar there and going and adding in the Hark, like the Hisuian Arcanine, it did better than all of the other like classic like lot or like more standard Latios balanced teams did. Um, but yeah, so those are our Pokemon and some uh, some always sunny talk, some mid to like mid two thousand sitcoms. Even did you know sunny, always sunny is still though, airing? Even Sunny's still airing, and it's yeah, like, which like a, I, dude, I thought it ended like ten years ago, and the, it's like. <laughs> Is it's not as good, but it's still like not bad. Yeah, it's renewed up through season eighteen. That's crazy. That's a lot of seasons. There's two more seasons, like in like production. Yeah, <laughs> Listen, it's they got it's always it six all... seasons in a movie. That's where you stop. Yeah, no, it's well they're they're doing that. We need three movies because eighteen seasons, eighteen divided by three, got or six got three. So we, I'd watch we need three to do a movies movie for every. An always sunny movie would be nuts. They should make the 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 Nightman cometh as a whole movie. Bit, yes. Got the day, man. Ah. <laughs> I don't I, see. I'm not a podcast, so I don't know what oh. you all are talking about. Champion of the sun. Oh, Carl, there, there, there is your cold. <laughs> Want to take us home, Jason? Yeah. Thank you all so much for watching. Make sure you guys are using your under, underutilized bonds in the next uh, upcoming tournaments that you're bringing them to. Uh, make sure you guys go check out that Twitter at LR Lessons, uh, the Discord. We all hang out over there. We're always talking about uh, you know wh- what Pokemon we think could be uh, used. Our community members are always great at theory crafting uh, a different Pokemon. Uh, make sure you check out the website, LRLessons.com. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, all the fun YouTube stuff. 
Um, if you're listening over on Spotify or Apple Music, give us a rate. Um, and then also uh, make sure you check out our supporters links with uh, Discord and Patreon. Shout out to Johnny Bravo Sr. and Papa Swish for the Patreon support and Smeargle for the Discord support. And with that, I think that's it. Thank you all so much for watching. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out.